Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 11. The auction. Now, have you ever been to an auction before? Um, no, I have never been to. A, have I ever been to an auction before? I don't think so. I think I've seen like silent auctions, but I've never done one. We're actually um, doing an auction for mm-hmm. um, Teacher Appreciation Week. Oh, um, fun! My one of my coworkers and my um, what's it called? Uh, uh, committee she is putting together like this huge auction for our staff and she's amazing and they're gonna set it up and we're getting like monopoly money for the teachers and they can bid on whatever we want we have people like amazon sending us things walmart Ooh. like yeah that's so, fine i'm so excited like and she's i love her so much because she's like just i'm just gonna give them my email and my phone number so they don't bother you because i know you have so much going on and i'm like thank you thank so you much. so much well that's yeah, kind. She's incredible but yeah so we're i'm hosting an auction that's very light-hearted yes this auction yes. was not light-hearted no no it wasn't it was in fact the complete opposite I know. Oh, my goodness. Well, do you want to learn about this episode? Yes, please. Okay, let's do some adult education. Okay, so this episode, um, uh, the description of this episode is, um, the girls need a new roof, so they scheme to buy and then sell a painting by Jasper de Kimmel, an arrogant painter who has a few days to live. Wow. Yeah. I like the and, word that they use, schemed, because it was a total scheme. It, it was, was definitely, it was a classic <laughs> Golden Girls scheme. Yes, it really was. And the Hulu one is just, the girls try to cough up enough money to pay for a new roof, which is also true. It is. I like that they said <laughs> cough up enough money. I know, I know. Cough it up. That's cough hysterical. For real, though. I mean, honestly. But it is what happened, though. I mean, they kind of had a move around some things and figure things out before to find some money so they really were and the roofer seemed like a kind of guy that would tell them to cough it up yeah for sure Mm -hmm. so this episode was written by susan harris and eric cohen have we heard of eric cohen before i feel like i'm thinking of cohen o'brien yeah is it conan it's Conan. cohen see i wasn't even thinking right no, it's okay. um, I don't recall. <sighs> Maybe once. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. And this episode was directed by Terry Hughes. Nice. Oh, that was lovely. So we have guest stars Tony. T- excuse me, Tony Stedman as Jasper De Kemmel, Michael McManus as Sid Labass. McManus. Where do we know that name? That's a movie that, reference. Yeah, that sounds like something we've heard in a movie. Mick. Oh, yeah. Zinman, Zankman, or Manus. Oh, yes. From Father of the Bride. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, Colin Hamilton as the auctioneer. Ren- Renata Scott as woman. And Derek Lauren, Lauren, 
Laurent as mime. Awesome. And this episode aired on January 14th, 1989. Nice. Uh, so we have a couple birthdays this day. People who were born this day. Um, Emma Greenwell. Not, don't recall that name ever. Um, the uh-uh. one that I, once I looked her up and I realized who it was, was um, Frankie Bridge. And she was a singer, songwriter, and dancer, and she was in S Club 7, which I love S Club 7. You know S Club 7, right? Uh-uh. What is that? Oh, my gosh. It was a band. Uh, I don't know what that is. She was this a pop, has S was Club 8. It's 7. It's 7? Okay. It's 7. S what Club 7. I don't know why, because they're wrong. But it's S Club 7, and it's an English pop group. But um, What are they saying? Oh, I'm about to play one of the songs. Um, yeah, it, yes, you know this song. I used to jam out to this song. Hold on, it's coming. Are you up? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it. Ha, <laughs> ha. Whoa, that, that oh uh, intro really took me back. Whoa. Right. Wow. So she was born that day? Yes. Yeah, so she was born the day that this episode aired. What a day to be um, born. I freaking love S Club 7. Now, I only know their popular songs because I think I had like one of their CDs that was like top hits or whatever. But Oh, LOL. Yeah, that's how I know that. I um, and then some birthdays this day. Um, they weren't born on this day, but they celebrated this day. They do still celebrate this day. Is um, David Grohl, and he is a drummer. Um, he was in Nirvana, and then when Nirvana, um, you know, split or whatever, um, he formed the Foo Fighters, which I didn't know that. That's a fun I didn't fact. Know he was yeah. I don't. I'm not into like where band members came from and where they were but it's so i now i'm kind of into it because i know like where they were and where they've been it's very interesting like when they start joining other bands or creating other bands to me then we have pitbull and ll cool j who i love ll cool j oh me too i am obsessed with him i love him so very much so good so good so good so that was just birthdays. Um, that was kind of the highlight of this week anyway. Um, but we okay. have some movies, Sex, Lies, and Videotape. I don't really know what that is. It um, looks juicy. It, it does. It does. We have Baxter, which looks like a horror dog film. I know. I don't think I can handle that. No, no, no. And then Winter People. And that was with um, Kurt Russell and Kelly McGill's. Okay. Um, I, I don't really know what that's about either. But some music that was popular was um, Bobby Brown, My Prerogative, Phil Collins, Two Hearts. Oh. Um, yeah. Poison, Every Rose Has Its Thorn, which we talked about last week. But I so just good. love that so song. Um, and yeah, that's, that's about How it. great. How yeah. great. Yes. That's so fun. Well, can I give you some fun facts from IMDb about this episode? Yes. Okay. So, after Rose details the sweets she ate, Dorothy responds, I'm surprised you didn't try to kill the mayor of San Francisco. This is a reference to Dan White, who in 1978 killed a San Francisco mayor. 
and supervisor, an urban legend has sprung up that White's attorney said that sweets contributed to White's depression. This became to be known as the Twinkie defense. Yeah. Oh. It, it, yeah. In reality, the actual argument was that his um, junk food consumption was a symptom of his mental illness, not the cause of it. That's interesting. So, what a specific reference. Dan, okay, so it's kind of confusing because Dan White, yes, White, and then Betty White. So that's kind of confusing. So <gasps> oh, Dan yeah, yeah, White, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was listening, I was like, wait, Betty Hello? White killed somebody, yeah. but no, 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 no. The murderer's no, attorney. Yeah, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Oh no! Don't do that. I know. I know. Okay, so. Um, Blanche's house, this is just the fact, Blanche's house must be huge. Mm. The roofer estimates that a new roof will cost, you know, 10 grand. The average cost of a new roof in 2017 dollars is 15,000, uh, to, oh, sorry, around five to 10, uh, oh, words, five to 15,000, depending, um, converted to 1988 dollars. That's around 2,400 to $7,200. So. Wow. Yeah, maybe they should get another estimate from someone other than Sid. For sure. But I will say that married to somebody who did roof for quite a while, I think what probably would have made it a little bit more expensive is the labor because the, because you would need like their roof line is insane. Like they have a lot of angles and dips and divots and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure like it is a little bit higher than it should have been, but. I will say that their roof light is insane. Like with all the different, like just looking at the outside of it, it is kind of crazy. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. And maybe they wanted a fancy roof. I don't know. Hey. I don't know. <laughs> I've never gotten a new roof before. We're lucky we got our house and it was a, like pretty new when we got it. So, and it had a 50 year warranty. Yeah. We've always, when we bought our first house, um, we got a new roof with it because of our inspection and we right. threw that on top of it and then we built our house so brand new yeah roof. yeah brand new um okay so the girls observe the roofer talking harshly on the phone it mm-hmm. turns out that he's talking to his father you know they fear about asking him for a deal the same joke is used in two episodes of family ties mm-hmm. margin of error and the job not taken oh that's funny yeah I've, i feel like i've seen that joke before but i always like it yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Um, this one's kind of interesting. Um, Blanche describes a piece of Jasper de Kimmel's um, uh, on the brochure as non-representational art. Mm-hmm. Less than 10 seconds later, she starts pointing out elements of said piece as representing, signifying, or standing for certain real-life things. Oh, so what is, as somebody who has no idea what, like, looking at art, I don't know how to break it down, but what is not what does that mean non-representational art well it seems like non-representational art means like it doesn't mean like the pieces in the the work doesn't represent anything okay oh so like okay like and then she starts talking about the planets and this and that but i feel like that was a joke on blanche because blanche you know is acting like she knew so much about art but really i mean if you dig down into it she doesn't so yeah i thought that was kind of um, on purpose. <laughs> yeah. 
And also, this is a plot hole listed on IMDb, which I know I, I figured we'd talk about it anyway, so I figured I'd read it. Depending on landlord-tenant laws in Florida at this time, uh, Blanche most likely bears the ultimate financial responsibility because mm-hmm. she's the landlord and the homeowner. So why right. do they have, like, why, once again, why do the girls have to help Blanche? It is her house. She should be the one to pay for it. Right. We haven't gotten to the episode where they all buy into it, have we? No. I think that's later in this season. Okay. Yeah. I always wonder about that because, like, it's your landlord's responsibility. Like, it's their house. Like, you don't own their house the house like i'm glad that they do buy into it because that makes so much more sense and it's obviously it's a great like story for them to you know have to put their money together to buy something Mm -hmm. for their house because obviously their house is super important to them but it doesn't make sense it doesn't it doesn't make sense yes oh well that's all i've got for the facts nice yeah um, yeah, so I think that's it. Do you want to get into um, On Golden Girls? Yes. All right, well, let's start talking about the episode. Yes. Okay. So the episode begins with um, Dorothy and Sophia and eventually Rose talking about how their roof is just leaking all over the house. Hmm. Have hmm. you ever had a roof leak before? No, because I've had a brand new house. Yeah, not like, okay. I've had one at school. Have you ever had a roof leak at school? No. Oh, really? Oh, it's it was stressful. Um, <laughs> it was like leaking through the ceiling and, and, and it was it was wild. Because um, you could feel as the rain got harder, the like drip oh, would drip gosh. harder. And it was like, ah! Now, it, I guess I'll say my school, like your school, like Longwood or like your school, like that you teach at. The school, well, the school I used to teach at. Okay, so, yeah, I guess I have, because my school leaks, and there's buckets everywhere. Oh, gosh. Well. And they have, um, they have, what do they have? Um, like, the doors leak, too, so they have to put, like, sandbags at the doors, so the water won't come in as well. Oh. Well, that's just a precautionary thing. No. No. It's not. Wait. (laughs) Do you mean, like, in preparation for, like, a flood or something? No, just for a rain. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Schools are wild. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, they are stressed, obviously, because the roof is leaking and they have to do things. And it's kind of interesting because they're talking about, they do acknowledge in this episode that, like, Blanche is the owner of the house because they're like, oh, Blanche isn't going to want to buy a new roof. She, mm-hmm. like, like apparently she's cheap and won't do it. Like, unless yeah. something crazy is happening. But she decided that um, because the apparently her ceiling collapsed in on oh her. Gosh. In the night. Her and a gentleman caller. I know. What was his name again? Ed Rosen. Another <laughs> Ed? Are you kidding me? <gasps> I know. How- we need oh. to have an Ed count. I propose I an Ed count. I know. I'm an Ed Watch. Ed Watch. Another Ed. I mean, seriously. How many? This is so many. But he had the Zorro mask knocked right out of his hands. Oh, no. I hate I that. Know. It ruined the game. <laughs> so um i guess it's the roof caved in on um uh 
Them. Them. <laughs> they have them to yeah, get rid of the, 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 they have to get a new roof, which obviously that makes sense. Um, I feel like honestly, they kind of play that down because if my ceiling collapsed in on me, everybody yeah. in the house would know about it immediately. Oh, yeah. I'd oh, go yeah. wake everybody up. Um, excuse me. The house is falling. The Hello? It's falling. <laughs> so, um, they invi- invite, they have a um, roof repair guy come and he already knows just from looking at the roof that it's going to be a mess. Like there's no point in trying to patch it. It's not going to work. They need a new roof and the roof is going to be $10,000. What an even round number. Yep. Love so that. nice. <laughs> and the girls talk about it like, oh my gosh, we, we have to, we just have to. And they decide that they are going to get the new roof instead of a patch job, even though they can barely afford a patch job. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say, maybe we can pay in installments, which is a totally reasonable thing. That is a do. great idea. Yeah, I know. Sure. Paying in installments is one of my favorite things. <laughs> so they go out and they, you know, that joke happens where he's on the phone and he's like forcing his dad to come up with money and to, to show he's like not a good guy who will not right. cut a deal. Um, which makes me think, like, just go with another, like, find another roofer. Yeah, get a second opinion. Apparently he's, like, you know, charging them a lot. So, yeah. Um, but you know what? They decided to take their minds off of this terrible roof problem. And you know what? Yes. At Blanche's museum, there's an art show. Let's go to the art show. Let's go to the art show. Let's get our mind off of, you know, the fact that we don't have a roof anymore and it's raining in our house. And let's just go to an art show. Let's just go enjoy some art. Yes. And they do. And, you know, I'm so glad they did. And I'm so glad that they got a chance to reuse Mm -hmm. the art set from the artist episode. Uh, Thank goodness, because that looks like an expensive set. No kidding. Um... Yeah, so they go there, and um, they see a mime. They mm-hmm. see all kinds of art. It's a spectacle. Now, why do you think the mime was there? I think like, just to add some extra jokes, like the one at okay. the end where Rose knocks the glass thing over or whatever. I loved, I, I will say, I loved her story about the coal mimer, her <laughs> uncle or something. I thought I that was that. hysterical. Yeah, that um, was pretty funny. I loved it. I Yeah, agreed. Um I thought that was funny. And it's fun to hear Blanche. I do love when Blanche is uppity and talks with her accent mm-hmm. about, yes. like, like different kinds of art and, like, the highbrow, yes. you know, mm-hmm. arts and kind of talks down to the girls. I think that's hilarious when she does that. Now, I love the best part of this scene to me is when they're looking at Jasper de Kimmel's self-portrait. Oh, And my they're, like, talking about it and they're like wow and then he comes up or whatever and they're like oh my gosh well let's discuss it yes and then he mentions that it's upside down <laughs> and that it always happens yes why does and he we, let them hang it upside joke. down i love a good penis joke <laughs> Obvi- yes yes <laughs> whoa <laughs> whoa i love Dor. i feel like honestly every time dorothy does that noise it's like the penis noise it's the penis noise. It's Dorothy's penis noise. Whoa. <laughs> Woo. Just like, I'm not sure if I would have gotten it until Dorothy goes, Whoa. Why did you keep the biggest? I love Rose in that whole <laughs> scene. 
Rose has some pretty good ditzy moments this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, so DeKimmel is a douchebag. He's uh, yeah. awful. Literally, I don't know if I could have handled a conversation with him. No. Like, he no. calls them, he literally, to their face, calls them idiots. He says that they're stupid because they don't right. understand his art. He's just, I feel like, I know, I'm, I'm, I, maybe it's a stereo, it could be a stereotype with, like, uppity artists. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, if you're trying to sell your art. Now, like, do you think he's trying to sell his art? Or do you think... It's just like an art show for him to show it off. Oh, you know, I don't. Um, just wondering. Like, I don't know. At, at first, I was thinking maybe he's selling them, but when you think about it, I mean, it isn't a museum. But then, but then I an guess it does later. go up for op- yeah, it does go up for option later. So yeah. maybe it's like the show before. Sure. Don't they have like exhibits before, like with all the art that's going to be for sale. Maybe it was that type of situation. You know. Okay. Sure. We'll I mean, I guess, I guess this attitude has gotten him this far. He knows he doesn't need to be nice. Yeah. So he's just yeah. awful. Um, he's and it makes me, it makes me so sad. Like, the girls were being so nice. Yeah. And he's so mean to them. And you know what? They're going through some stuff right now. They don't need that energy. But you they never do decide... know what somebody's going home. What no. somebody's going through. No, I tell my kids that a lot. I do too. So they. Come home from the art show and they're, you know, irritated and it's leaking. The the ceiling's leaking again. The patch job didn't work, which they should have known it wasn't going to work. And then the towel scene. Yeah. I love this towel scene. Yes. But question. I brought my son Skippy home from the hospital in this towel. Who brings a child, an infant home from the hospital with a towel? I literally, this whole podcast, I've literally been waiting. Oh, that's so funny. To ask that question. But she didn't. No, she didn't. But no, like, she didn't. That excuse was, it cracked me up because like. I know, I know. Nobody's going to believe, nobody's going to bring, I mean, I know. some people bring babies home from the hospital Maybe. towel. But... I guess it was like the 60s or the 40s or I don't whatever. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't anyway. Know. Uh, no, I'm in agreement with you, but I think Blanche was uh, grasping at straws there. Yes. <laughs> I brought my home something. Um, so you know what? They decide they need to get the $10,000 and it's really sad. They have to like pull from retirement accounts and like yeah. stuff that they're probably going to really need. And I just keep thinking, no, just ask if you can pay in installments, please yeah. don't just, I don't know. I did like the joke about like Rose taking money out of her Christmas club and <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. how much do you have? Well, it's January. So this is week three. Oh my gosh. Um, but they eventually, you know, get it together. And question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sophia comes home from her volunteering at the hospital and she talks about mm-hmm. this asshole who's at the hospital. Right. And are, aren't, aren't like hospital volunteers, do they still like sign HIPAA or agree to HIPAA? I'm Googling right at this moment okay. when HIPAA. Wow. Do you want to know when it became a federal law? <gasps> when? 96. So HIPAA isn't even a thing at this HIPAA's point? HIPAA's not a thing at this <gasps> point. 
Okay, well, there's got to be something that protects patients' anonymity. Anonymity. But if you think about it, like, with the, like, um, I know this happened a lot with AIDS patients. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to get insurance. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. If you know more about HIPAA, especially during this time, or, like, patient privacy in this time, like, please let us know. Like, did you have any experiences with that? Because that's very interesting. I I mean, clearly we have not known a world without HIPAA because she comes home and is talking all about this asshole patient. And then Mm -hmm. she talks about how it's to Kimmel and Mm -hmm. tells them his condition, what he's going through, that he's probably going to die. Yeah, because I was thinking about that, like... I was thinking about that when I was watching the episode. I was like, wait, because our mom's a nurse. So she'll like, like tell us stories, but you know, she never tells us the name. She doesn't usually tell us like the sex usually, but um, Mm -mm. you cannot do that now. So that was very interesting to me. Like even at schools now, like you have to be very careful where you put paperwork on a child with asthma. Absolutely. You have to be like even with their um like if they have um like a behavior file, like our administration can only tell the teacher so much, which can be very frustrating as a teacher. But absolutely. And we have to be it's... careful with um, walkie-talkies, too. Oh, like, yeah. Like, with communicating on the walkies, you can't say mm-hmm. any names, especially mm-hmm. in regards to, like, a um, like a medical condition mm-hmm. over the walkie. So other Because ki- yeah. other kids can probably hear the mm-hmm. walkie-talkie. So it's yeah. wild. It is very wild. But, like, we that's been our world. Like, yeah, that's 96, so I was three, you were one. Yeah. So, wow, very, very interesting. I know. We were born without HIPAA. When we <laughs> so were in the, the girls decide because now he's going to die because Sophia yes. knows everything because she's mm-hmm. a hospital volunteer. So she's definitely a professional and yeah, can decide yeah, yeah. this. Um, she's seen they, things, you know. Yeah. So she's decide, they've decided to buy one of his paintings because now that he's a dead man walking or I guess in a hospital mm-hmm. bed, his Absolutely. paintings are going to become very, very expensive. Yeah. So why don't we spend our money for the roof on a painting? That makes sense. All of our retirement money, our savings, everything we have. Now, I'm sorry. This just seems reckless. It's so reckless. Just like the money part of it. Not even the moral side of it, which is like, you know, that's what they talk about in the episode. But just, oh, it's so... It's so bad, but yeah. I will say it to me. I don't know how you feel. I feel like we've done a good job of hiding our feelings. I feel like this is a good plot. Yeah, I do too. Because we've had another plot like this where they've been reckless with money, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I can't sure think of a specific, have. but I know we've talked about their money. Absolutely. Yeah. They need stuff for the house all the time. Right. Oh, like yeah. the TV stuff or. Oh, yeah. Like the auctioning and yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, cause yeah, they had the um, the yard I mean, the, sale to get the a yard TV. Sale. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah. Reckless. Um, reckless. 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 And we do see that this does get to them. Not the reckless side of the money, but like they stay up late. There's a a non cheesecake scene, but it is like a mm-hmm. night kitchen scene where none of them can right. sleep. They're all guilty. They can't sleep well and. Now, my um, thing about this is, is they felt so hard about this douchebag 
But they didn't feel guilty at all about going to a homeless shelter and, like, pretending that they were homeless to get a $10,000 lottery ticket. Oh, I know. I know. Like, um, that feels a little hypocritical to me. I know. Luckily, they did change their minds at the end of that ordeal. (laughs) Um, so... But Sophia kind of convinces them with, you know what, like, if we don't do this, someone else is going to do it. So let's right. just, let's just do it. And the girls are like, Now, my Fine. thing is, I, I honestly, I'm kind of with Sophia on this. I don't think they should feel guilty about this. Now, I don't think monetarily wise they should do that. But I think money wise, it's a reckless decision. Now, if uh-huh. it wasn't for the roof and it was just, you know trying to make a buck i mean oh i don't yeah. think it was that okay, he was a so butthead yeah so you feel like because i'm very i don't i honestly don't know what i would do in this situation you feel like since they really need it and they're not just doing it to get you know randomly any money it's it makes sense no i'm saying he's a butthead so why not make some money off of this oh butthead? yeah that's good <laughs> okay okay hey why not um, I mean, I get is that. it the right thing to do? No, but they're not hurting. The thing is, this is they're not hurting anybody. No, it's not like they're killing him. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they're just exactly. making a buck. Nobody else is getting hurt in this situation. Yeah, for sure. They're just, yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> that's my um, feelings on it. I, I'm very gray on it because... I don't know, but then also he's really awful, so I don't exactly. know. He's exactly. He's so awful. Exactly. Ugh. But they go to the auction itself, and I loved the Ugh, auction scene. The it's auction so scene is funny. amazing. Just, like, the timing of just, even, like, if you just take out the parts, or, like, if you just watch the parts where they're they're accidentally bidding on all these things. Yes. It's so funny. And, clear, and their conversations clearly about the, it. The auctioneer knows that they're not doing it on purpose, but he's still oh, counting yeah. the bids. Well, you, I'm I'm wondering if because I thought about that too. I was like, well, why didn't he just stop it? Like they're obviously together. Like stop it. But I wonder if he makes commission off of it. Probably. And so they're just putting money in his pocket. It don't, like, or maybe there's some kind of code that he has to follow. Right, right. But I, I did love, love his. Part, I forget what his joke was at the end, but whatever he said, he like clearly knew that they were together, and he's doing it accidentally. Like, unless if you unless ladies you're willing like... to pay more. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I I loved it. Ugh. So they get a painting. And Rose bidding. What does she say? Eight thousand. Eight thousand. <laughs> she like fans so herself. Eight thousand. So good. I love it. And they get the painting mm-hmm, and they, they go to they go to call Sophia like, yes, we got it. And Sophia tells them, oh, well, guess what? De Kimmel got his rare blood donation. So mm-hmm. you're screwed. Yep. And I love I forgot this. And like, I always forget this, that she is the one who donates the blood. Yes. Yep. I think that's such a funny twist. Yes, and that she's like, this is all you get for saving a guy's life, a, a cup of apple juice and a cookie. <laughs> I love that, too. Have you donated blood before? Yes, I have a couple times. Um, I have really low iron, mm-hmm. so I've tried to multiple times, but every time I, not every time, but a lot of the times when I try to, my iron's really low. 
Yeah. Um, I haven't done it since I've had the girls, so I wonder, like, if it would be better. Um, but Sam donates every month. He he donated yesterday, actually. Oh, he did? I didn't know mm-hmm. that he donated every month. Yeah, he donates every month. What a good human. So yeah, there's lots has, of Sam um, blood around here. Yeah, I have O-positive blood, but... I think I have the genetic thing that Pawpaw had where, like, your blood sh- blood cells are, like, it's not sickle cell, but, um, like, they're a unique shape, so they don't hold iron as well. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like I have that because I always have really low iron when they do the blood prick to test if, like, I'm good to Me go. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I also have low iron. Yeah. And wow. all during my pregnancy, I had to take iron. Oh, that makes sense. So that's kind of why I haven't gone back to it is because I always have low iron. Sure, 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 sure. But Um, anywho. (laughs) I love the ending of the episode where they're like staring at the painting and they're all bummed about how he's living. But then they're able to trade the painting for a new roof. So they get what they want. They get rid of the painting and... Thanks to Sophia, they make a couple oh extra bucks. Gosh. I love Sophia in this moment. It's amazing. She's fabulous. 3000 you ticked me off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so good. It's like, to me, the perfect resolution for this story. I agree. I agree. Because it's like so like unexpected. Like, yes. who would have thought like this crazy, mean, like, roofer is like obsessed with art and he knows yeah. Jasper to Kimmel and like all of those things had to line up in order I know. for that to happen. I know. And you know what? They still, they learned a lesson. They yeah. are, you know, bummed and it just works out in a nice way. And the way. fact that they walked away with 3000 extra dollars. Yes. Well, like, maybe even more because they go into the yeah. kitchen potentially <laughs> to for get sure. more. So funny. I really, I really enjoyed this episode. I knew I would like it. I just, I don't remember a lot of the specifics, so I'm really happy with how I um, felt about it. Yeah, same. And honestly, there, I mean, there kind of was a side plot in that, like, in that he was sick. I guess that could have been the side plot, but there really wasn't a side plot. It all kind of melded together, which I liked. Yeah, me too. And I, I thought they got out of the house. It wasn't too. Mm-hmm. And there's some, you know, good, great lines, like mm-hmm. um, a lot of like Rose's, you know, ditzy moments mm-hmm. or the scene with the towel. Like mm-hmm. a, a lot of it is very memorable. Yeah, for sure. So I'm I was a fan of this episode. It went by really fast for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for Stand By Your Man, I only counted one man with the Zor- Ed, another Ed with the Zorro mask. <laughs> Yeah, but we got a good story out of it. So oh, absolutely. I'm, okay <laughs> I'm I'm fully into the quality over quantity of it. And I'm honestly surprised she didn't try to sleep with the roofer. Oh, he was sick. That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> I know. But I'm surprised yeah. she didn't like suggest that as like a payment <gasps> method. Oh, yeah. You know? Perhaps there's some other way we could pay for the roof. <laughs> Yeah, once you're feeling better. <laughs> or she could put on her nurse's outfit or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's well, good at that. let me go get my nurse's outfit and maybe we can work out a deal. A deal. I got, I got us a good deal. <laughs> Love it. Um. So, who is your lady? Wait, it's, uh, it's, oh, it's odd. It's me. Oh, dang. <sighs> 
I'm going to say that Rose is my lady of the evening this time. I really felt like it could have been anybody, but I truly, yeah. I think Rose had some great lines. She um, did. The, the mime story, the joke. There were so many jokes. About it, not just like Rose, just like specifically about Rose being a noodle head. And, I and what loved I loved it. about her noodle headness of this episode is that it yes. was like innocent and it wasn't like sometimes I feel like it's an overkill where it's like, okay, yes. like come on, that's too much. This yes. was the perfect balance of noodle head, yes. but still funny. And it fit with the episode yes, every time. Sure. Like it didn't take away from the actual exactly. plot. So I agree with you there. Cool. Who would yours be? Ooh, I don't know. I think I'm going to pick Sophia. I rarely pick Sophia, but I really liked her in this episode. I love the fact that she was the one, like, who was like, you know what? Just do it. Just buy his art. Like, make the money. Yeah. It's not that bad. I love yeah. that. And I you know love what? that she ended up being the one that um, saved his life. Yep. She saved their tails in the end. But, yeah, then at the end, when she got the extra 3000 or more, I thought that was great. Yeah, agreed. Oh, yeah. that's great. What would you rank this episode out of 10? I think probably a 9. I was also thinking 9. Yeah, I think uh, it wasn't my favorite episode ever, but it's still really good. I think I feel like this is a good classic Golden yes. Girl episode where we get every good part of every character. Yes, very classic, very like... Um, it's so Golden Girls, just the money struggles, yeah. the, yes. it, like, it's all very Golden Girls, but still lighthearted. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I would have changed to make it better. Um, it's just, it is great, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, golden moments. What, what, do you have any golden moments that you wrote down? I do. Okay. Um, <laughs> When they're fighting over this howl, and oh. Dorothy goes, Blanche, please, I'm not in the mood to hear about the parade of endless sexual encounters <laughs> that you have experienced up and down the Florida coastline with only this hot towel between your hot flesh and the cold, wet sand. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was great. That whole scene is what I think that of when I think scene. of this episode. Oh yeah, for sure. That's good. I loved you? when, at the very be it was one of the first, like moments i wrote down but when rose is you know she's bummed about the this is in the opening scene when they're all mm. talking about the leaks and she says with only a few hours sleep i can be as bitchy as you yes i did love that part oh that was because she was so sassy and it was that's a dorothy line but i love that rose said it and then she had that little comeback i thought that was perfect i so good so good oh so, um, do you want to talk next? about next week? Yeah, yeah next good. week, I am pumped. It is Blind Date. What's this one? Is this, this is, um, where he's blind? Yes. <gasps> I love him. Yes, I believe this is good. But also... I love this Blanche episode. I don't remember a ton of details about it, but I am very excited. Yay. I do remember when I was looking up what the next episode would be. This is also the episode where Rose coaches the um, little the, the little league football team. Oh gosh! So I'm this excited is her about competitiveness, that. right? Yes. So oh, I'm extra looking forward to that. I think this is going to be really good. Yay! Well, what do you think you're going to pre-rank it? I think I'm going to pre-rank it at nine. 
I think I'm going to do eight. Okay, cool. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at Shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank you for being a friend.